0: classifying as a supply problem, I think, is a misnomer, believing that if we just build more, it'll be better. I think what there really is, is I think we have a consumption crisis.
1: Welcome to the Playbook Express podcast my name is matthew leach i'll be joined each week by a guest for a series of podcasts each will shine a light on topics from across the bailiwick the format will change week to week we'll have debates reviews hot seat interviews and special guests so stick with us as we offer some insight on some of the most important issues we in the bailiwick face Guernsey's housing crisis continues to spiral out of control with very few rental options and house prices soaring. People want solutions to the problem and we've been told this inevitably means we'll have to build. Demand, supply. However, one man thinks we've been looking at the problem the wrong way and we're not facing a supply problem but a consumption problem. Michael Hurwitz spoke to me about his experiences renting in Guernsey and his outside opinion on how we fix the problem. During the last couple of weeks, we've been going over the housing situation in Guernsey, which, of course, is not that great for, for many, many people for lots of different reasons. We focus this week, week on a single occupancy and people looking for rentals. But you, you say that you're coming from a different situation and that you, you've got a family of six.
0: Yes. And technically, when we first were coming to Guernsey, because we came over in November of 2020, uh, if you include our pets, we were a family of nine. We had three cats originally well so the the first part that i think was very good is that sort of the the realtors what we would call them i think estate agents perhaps uh around finding properties were all very professional i definitely wanted to help so so getting in contact with them was very good at the time there was no central database for housing so you basically had to reach out and maintain relationships with every possible agent on the island, which was generally a fair amount of work. But the the first thing that came across was basically you have too many cats, you'll have to get rid of at least one.
1: Yep, that's um, a fair So our point.
0: outdoor cat didn't, yeah, our mainly outdoor cat is is not with us, so we dropped immediately down to eight. And then we were told that we would have to vastly increase the deposit and to overbid on properties because of the size of our family and the pets that we had.
1: Yeah, you're, so you're you're going for a rental property here. Did, were you given a reason for this? Is this to put you in good standing? What was the what was the uh, explanation? Uh,
0: the explanation was effectively uh, because you don't really have references. There would be a larger deposit. You know, first island first timers. No, no one to sign off that we're not troublesome tenants. And then uh, just because of the size of the family and potential wear and tear on the house, you know, that there would be an increased cost. So we would be applying for a house, let's say that would be 2,500 pounds a month. And we were advised, you know, very candidly that we should be bidding 28. And if they were asking for one month's deposit, we should offer three.
1: So this is quite unusual. I mean, I, I haven't been renting. When I was renting, it was, um, you know, you have one month's deposit. That's how it goes. And bidding was never heard of. Is this? Did you find this quite unusual? I mean,
0: it was very unusual for us coming from California. California also has a pretty aggressive market. But, you know, when when you reach out to the
1: agents and they're the experts, uh, you do what they say. And um, so... so- on your when did you first come over to the Guernsey? Can I ask? November ninth was when we arrived. And did you expect this on your way over? No. Have you, so since then, since the troubles that you've been finding, have you um, have you sorted out your situation? Has it relieved somewhat, or are you still finding it quite tough?
0: Uh, we have sorted out our situation. Uh, we we did get into a house.
1: When you uh, contacted me first, you suggested that, um, you know, a lot of the suggestions that have been made recently from estate agents and surveyors and the people I've spoken to this week, including politicians, is Guernsey needs to build more. That is consistently the message we keep going for. But you are suggesting that's potentially not not the problem and not the solution.
0: So, so yes. So if you heard my experience, which was we were bidding as much as 20% above asking and it's yes. doubling or tripling the deposit. The reality is, is that we bid on about 22 properties before someone finally said yes.
1: On how many properties? Sorry.
0: I think it was about 22. I can get you the exact number if, if that's helpful, but it wound up being about 22 properties across five agents. So basically, you know, every agent says, okay, have you considered this one? And we said, yes, please submit on these, on this basis So every agent. Uh, basically you know about five properties per agent and you we went through
1: and sorry you're saying yeah. that you so you were bidding uh, well above what it was on the market for in what in every case
0: just about every case yes
1: and that must have been um very tough did that put you off being here at all
0: it it, it was yes i mean that was that, that was an issue you know are we going to have a place to live was a pretty serious question and it was very counterintuitive to be honest because if you look from the outside in it looks like there's always a reasonable number of properties available for rent or up and coming or anything there'll always be another house available if we didn't get this one there'll always be another one and about three weeks into the process there were no available properties left for us to apply for that we had not already applied for and so we got put on the list of Before we publish these properties to the web, let us, let these people know if they want to bid. And in, in some of those cases, we were actually bidding on houses before they were officially published as for rent. we We still got told, we still got told no. And, and the reason, and going back to your question that launched this, the reason that supply is not the issue is because we weren't losing out the realtors once again, candidly we weren't losing out to people with you know, six, six family members or seven family members or five family members. We were missing out to couples yes. or two people and one child. And it's also in particular, it was about <clears throat> how many bedrooms the average person in Guernsey was asking for. So if everybody within Guernsey had one bedroom to themselves – you would need a certain amount of supply. When everyone in Guernsey starts asking for two and a half or three bedrooms per person, you realize that there just simply isn't enough bedrooms in Guernsey for that. And so if you talk to politicians in charge of planning, if you talk to the builders, if you talk to everyone and say, everyone in charge of supply, that what's the problem? Their answer will be supply. Just like if you went to a, and asked a hammer how do I fasten things? And the hammer is going to say, you buy nails. But that doesn't mean that that's the correct solution. So the reality is, is that many people in Guernsey have many more bedrooms than they need. And, and there's a lot of social reasons for it. There's a lot of economic reasons for it. There's COVID reasons for it. You know, when people decide that they're just going to be working from home, they oftentimes get an extra bedroom as an office now Guernsey has a number of vacant office buildings, but that many less bedrooms.
1: That's an interesting point to make because um, it's clearly not a massive increase in our population that is causing the, the severe issues that we're seeing. It can very well be tied into the COVID, coronavirus, everybody working from home situation.
0: That's correct. So when we shift from all of those office buildings to home, there's that many less places to sleep. And so that's why... Classifying as a supply problem, I think, is a misnomer. Believing that if we just build more, it'll be better. I think what there really is, is I think we have a consumption crisis. I think people are actually just consuming the available supply in ways that are just unheard of. So when two people rent a four-bedroom, right, or two people and one child rent a four-bedroom, yeah. that's that's four bedrooms taken off market. And every time you do that, you just, crush and crush the market the the other thing that we came across is that there were many people who were just simply discriminating against us saying i don't want six people in a four bedroom so when when you begin to do that what happens is six people like a single family are suddenly looking for much larger houses and there's much lower stock of that so we wind up maybe renting two properties to make that work so now it, it, it might work The economics are are harsh, but now we also have two kitchens, two living rooms, two everything else. So our, our solution there is to simply not consume something commensurate with what we're doing, but we're almost being forced to consume more. Similarly, if you had four friends that wanted to rent a house together, those four friends would get one kitchen in one house. If they're forced to get four apartments, they now have four kitchens. It's quite, it's quite good for the builders, because now they get to build four
1: more kitchens. <laughs> With all the building but, supplies they don't have at the moment, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and that, that I think is another critical point, is
0: if you harp on supply, what you're really saying is that Guernsey money is going to now leave Guernsey bringing in supplies to build houses. And those houses will most likely be bought on mortgages, not from necessarily Guernsey-based banks which means all of the interest on those houses is also going to leave Guernsey. So you can quickly see that just leaning on a supply problem will also lead to money exiting Guernsey, which is not the best way of doing things. You don't want to pick a social policy that involves an exodus of funds.
1: It's a very it's a, it's a multi-faceted uh, problem that's going on at the moment. Going back to your point about um, people renting houses with five, you know, more bedrooms than they than they require. The problem there being there's no laws or anything to stop landlords doing whatever they want or deciding whoever they want to be in their homes. Pets being a a great example of of people who are literally being never picked for a rental property.
0: And it it wouldn't be so, so it wouldn't be difficult for instance for Guernsey to pass relatively simple protections where you know, a landlord must choose a tenant solely based on their references and the prices they're willing to pay, and everything. And and, and tenants aren't even allowed or permitted or asked to disclose you know, the full number of people or things like that. So it, it's very easy to make it a blind sort of test. But I don't think that's also the whole issue. I think one of the other issues is so that's about what I would classify as new consumption. Yes. People coming onto the island, or people moving into an old uh, house, there's also, given the age of Guernsey's population, a, a fair amount of old consumption. So when when older people when, when people send their kids off to uni, and keep their four-bedroom family house, even though they didn't just move in, it's still now two people consuming four
1: bedrooms. And people want and to so- retain the houses that they have. They don't want to move or or uh, reduce the size of their house.
0: Even if those rooms go largely unused, there, there is a huge amount, there is a huge supply of, I would classify them as spare bedrooms that simply don't have a means of getting to market. And that, that's not to say all of them would get to market. But if you were to actually look at the amount of houses that are available where there's a one bedroom sat there, and say that maybe 5 or 10% of those might be willing to open that room up for rent if it was made easy enough or incentivized enough, you could easily find probably one or two or maybe even 1,000 bedrooms that could hit the market that would require zero building. you are asking to keep those funds into Guernsey.
1: You're asking for a pretty major culture shift there. I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I'm not entirely sure how that's going to be done.
0: Well... Bear with me on some numbers for a second. If there's 10,000 homes where that's a situation, yeah. which is, you know, one bedroom, and you get, you know, 10%, one out of every 10, let's say, to agree, you very, very quickly have a huge amount of available space. And so we're not asking for a massive culture shift. I'm not asking for everyone to get up and adopt this idea. But if If a small percentage does, and it's to everyone's benefit, especially if it's in a way that adds to financial incentives to those people, then I think, A, you will increase the supply at least some, but it'll also snowball. Obviously, you're going to get some early adopters in first, but the first 10%, I think, would cause the second 10% to really think, oh, maybe I can do that too, especially if... I mean, um, imagine a scenario where you had to tell your grand, I can get you 800 quid a month for that bedroom in the back.
1: Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people would jump on that.
0: <laughs> I, I think if, if you could quantify that and make it easy enough for them, they would jump on that. And after your grand said yes, all of your grand's friends are going to be looking around thinking, well, where's my 800
1: quid? Has your interest in this come from uh, your own experience, then because you, you sound very um, passionate and, and educated in the in the issue that we're experiencing right now.
0: Yeah, so I'm a data scientist, and and I got into this because I'm actually a chemist by training. Sorry, an industrial chemist, not a not a pharmacist, as we would say back in the states. Um, I'm an industrial chemist by training, and and we've we learned in school that the data is important, and so because of that when I see social policy being written on what I believe to be bad data, it bothers me. And So that's, for me, it's it's the statement that, you know, somebody wrote a supply-demand equation on a whiteboard somewhere and said, housing prices are high, increase supply. And and honestly,
1: the data doesn't say that. That's not necessarily the the answer that you should get from that equation.
0: Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. The data doesn't say that we've picked up 10,000 new residents from the UK in the past six months. There's a serious housing crunch. The data actually says that everyone has been consuming you know, however many more percentage, percentage points of bedroom space on the island. And so, you know, pushing supply or asking everybody to reduce their demand accounts for the same thing. But when the data, the data doesn't say invest in supply. The data says curtail demand, and no one else seems to say that because I don't think – I don't know if nobody else has the data or nobody else has really thought about it that way. I mean it's fair that you know when everybody shares one perspective only, i.e. build more, that that becomes, you know, that becomes the window that everyone sees through. But realistically, as, I, as I've said, it's not the answer, not the only possible answer, let me put it that way. <music>
1: Thank you for listening to the Bailiwick Express podcast. The title track was Shift My Weight by Luno. If you enjoyed it, I know it's a pain, but please like and share. It all helps, and remember, you can hit bailiwickexpress.com to stay right up to date with whatever is happening in the Bailiwick. You can find us online, on social, on email, and on internet radio. There'll be more from me, Matthew Leach, and all the Bailiwick Express team next Friday.